0: Go A's fans, and welcome to episode seventy-six of the Locked On A's podcast, part of Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I am your host, noted baseball fan Jason Burke, and today we're going to talk a little bit about the uh, the sixty-man roster and the implications with that. And you know how uh barretto and mateo and machin are all involved with uh you know being waiver wire or uh, rule five uh fodder and all that stuff how that is still going to work out and uh you know some of the random rules that are in place so uh, we're doing that uh also Thank you to everybody that bought uh, stuff from Built Bar. They are out of bars. So uh, we are pausing that campaign for right now because you sold them out, you guys. They're going to donate all that money to the uh, the funds that we've been talking about. So uh, thank you for all of your support from Built Bar. Um, yeah, so that's uh, that's pretty much all that stuff. Um, please follow us on social media at LockedOnA's on Twitter and Instagram. I am at ByJasonB on Twitter. And you can email us any questions that you may have at LockedOnAthletics at gmail.com. Uh, I would like to get a mailbag episode, because this is going to be a really weird season, so get really weird with your questions. Uh, like, will there be a season? I think you know my stance on that, but uh, probably not. But we'll see. I'm treating it like there's going to be a season, so I'm trying to, you know, get everybody ready and all that stuff. I'm trying to get geared up um, and all that. So, anyways, uh, even though, uh, like, Ryan Zimmerman and Joe Ross just said uh, of the Nationals just said that they are not playing this year because of uh, health concerns and whatnot. So maybe they're just the first in a slew of players that are going to come out and say they're not going to play. Um, there's speculation that Anthony Rizzo is going to play, even though he has uh, a cancer survivor. Um, Jake Diekmann's really the one that I think of on the A's where you know he's had uh, health concerns as well. So maybe he doesn't play but on twitter he's been very active on you know i i want to play let's get this going come on guys so uh i imagine that Diekman's going to play but uh if if he does decide to you know uh not take the field in 2020 i i would not blame him whatsoever so uh yeah you got to do what's right for you in this season so uh that's all that so let's get into uh what what the hell's going on with these uh <laughs> these 60 man rosters uh the Oakland A's summer camp extravaganza is, uh, what I think I'm going to name this episode. We'll see. So, uh, there, there's been a lot of stuff going from the Chronicle. Uh, Susan Slusser has been doing some great reporting and, uh, just random people on not random people, but, you know, people from the athletic on Twitter that are not, uh, necessarily A's beat writers like a uh, Levi Weaver. He does the Rangers and whatnot. Uh, so that's where I'm getting most of this information. They're two fantastic reporters. So I'm taking a, uh, taking them at their word on this one. Uh, the a's released their working 60 man uh, roster on sunday and uh that didn't really have a lot of surprises on it i wouldn't say i think that it was uh, F- fabian ardia of uh the athletic who covers the angels he tweeted out that mike roster did er sorry nah, mike trout did in fact make the 60 man roster and it was like well, of course he did i thought it was funny because of course he did <laughs> um just stating the obvious. Those are my kind of jokes. I like be doing something very obvious and then explaining it. Uh, that's my sense of humor anyways. Um, so yeah, there's not a lot of surprises on the A's list. Um, I'll get into a couple that are like, Oh, okay, well, that's cool. But I mean, it makes complete sense once you get to it. Um, so basically all the players that we were talking about during spring training are still in the mix for summer camp. Uh, yeah, you're going to hear a lot about uh, Barreto. We're just basically going to get back into the storylines that we had, you know, three months ago when uh, everything was called off. So we still got Barreto and Machine and uh, Mateo battling for that last spot uh, and how that could work out. So with us still going with all of the uh, the storylines that we had from three months ago, uh, you're probably wondering how the players that we were talking about, you know, Barreto and all those guys. uh Are they still in danger of being subjected to waivers? Uh, If they don't make the team, how will that be handled? So real quick, I'm just going to do a refresher for the players that are out of options and all that stuff. The main people to concern yourself with that are out of options are uh, Franklin Barreto, who we're familiar with. Uh, You got Jorge Mateo, speedy guy. Uh, Some question his uh, attitude in the clubhouse. We'll see if that comes uh, to be an issue. Uh, With Barreto, it's can he not strike out so damn much? And then you got Vimeo Machin, who seems like a nice all-around player, um, but he hasn't played above A. So there's, they each have their uh, their downsides there. And then uh, there's also Daniel Mangdon. He's been recovering from injuries, so he's still on the mend. They could probably keep him on the I.O. if they wanted to. And uh, if the season gets called short, then they don't got to subject him to waivers. He might even clear waivers. He, he's a nice depth option, but I don't know that he has a long-term future in Oakland. That's my opinion. I'm not sure if it's the right one, but, you know, if you disagree, let me know on Twitter and uh, tell me why he's the best. So if any of these guys were placed on waivers, they could be claimed by any club. Uh, Whereas Vimeo Machin, he would be offered back to the Cubs because he was a Rule 5 pick. Uh, That's just the quick uh, synopsis on how that works. And uh, as I mentioned before, the roster will start out at 30 players. Uh, on the big league roster. So there's going to be a little bit of wiggle room there uh, to start out the season. So I think that everybody's going to make the team initially, but uh, after the uh, 14 days on the 15th day, you have to be down to 28 players. And I think that that's where we could see somebody uh, get cut or traded or something like that. Uh, And that could be an interesting thing to keep an eye on, or maybe there's going to be an injury and everybody's going to be fine. Uh, Except for the injured player, obviously Uh, obviously we are not rooting for injuries, um at all so uh let, let's not talk about injuries because there's enough going on with covid and all that stuff that we want everybody to stay healthy so basically you go from uh 30 players on opening day to 28 two weeks in and then a month you know four weeks in you go down to the regular 26 players so if there's no injury that does buy the team uh, the a's about a month to find a trade partner if that's the route that they want to go um i know that teams are going to be trying to acquire players much less often. Uh, Farhan Zaidi was talking to the Chronicle uh, over the weekend, and he was saying that he's going to be less likely to use the waiver wire as often as he did last year, which was a whole ton. I think they had the most transactions in franchise history last year. And uh, that's partially due to the pandemic and partially due to how he feels the Giants roster is constructed. Um, So there's a chance that even if the A's do place a player on waivers, uh, that they could ultimately stick with the club unless... Like, for example, uh, Barreto is placed on waivers, but he has shown that he can not strike out all the time. Um, so if he's shown progress at the plate and then he's placed on waivers, then, I mean, they probably wouldn't place him on waivers if he's shown progress. But a situation like that, then you could see, um, you know, a, another team like that, that, the ones that I've mentioned before, the Marlins, the Tigers, the Orioles. One of those teams taking a chance on Frank Barreto or whoever got released because uh, they got, you know, some tools. Um but if there's, if it's just like, ah, oh, this guy, and then we got to fly him over here and put him on a plane. And I think that, uh, GMs are going to be more conscious of putting people on commercial aircraft aircrafts this year. Um, just because it's not safe to do so. Um, so yeah, we'll see how that all works out and it could work in the A's favor. I don't like teams taking advantage of the pandemic to, you know, strengthen their team at all. So, uh, so they got me in a catch 22 right there. Cause I'm like, I, I don't want them to take advantage of the waiver wire system, but I also don't want them putting players on planes either. So uh, we'll, we'll see how it shakes out. It, it'll be interesting. I know that there's probably going to be a couple of GMs that are just ruthless. Um, if uh, Jeff Luno was still in Houston, he'd be like, yeah, give me all of the people on all of the planes and bring them to Houston now because he doesn't have a soul as uh, we've, realized so many times over the course of the last few months. I'm going to take a quick break right here uh, to tell you guys a little bit about rockauto.com. They are a family-owned business and they are serving parts to customers online and they've been doing that for 20 years. Uh, Go to rockauto.com and shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. The cool thing about them is it's online, so you don't have to go to your car parts store and be like, "Hey, I want this one. And then they go in their computers and be like, we have these options. You can have any option you want at rockauto.com. You just uh, type in your make and model, you know, like a Honda Fit, which is what I drive, because uh, those cars are fun. I, I like them. Uh, they have great turning radiuses. I had a truck for my first car, and it was like a 94 Dodge Dakota. Dodge, Yeah, I think it was a D- Dakota. And uh, yeah, that thing sucked. I could not make uh, U-turns at all. And now a uh, Honda Fit, and I'm like, hey, this is wonderful. I uh, thoroughly enjoy it. So uh, if I ever have an issue with my Honda Fit and I'm like, hey, I, I need this, I'm going to go to rockauto.com, see what they got, and uh, go around their website, get the best deal I, I can find, get the, uh, the manufacturer that I would like, uh, you know, because uh, brand loyalty is, is a thing. That's uh, that's something to teach you in business school. I've been poking around at rockauto.com, and their catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts that are available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. And uh, who doesn't like a little bit of control when it comes to their car? I, I, I think it's a great idea. I love rockauto.com. So uh, go to rockauto.com, and when uh, you know, you're know you checking out and stuff, write in Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us section so that they know that we sent you. Uh, so basically, they have amazing selection, they have reliably low prices, and all of the car parts you will ever need can be found at rockauto.com. So let's keep going with the 60-man roster here. Uh, Susan Slesser reported on Sunday that along with prospects James Krillian, Dalton Jeffries, and Grant Holmes, uh, that other prospects like Dustin Fowler, Greg Diekman, and big international signee Robert Poisson, I believe is how you say that, Uh, he is a switch-hitting 17-year-old prospect who plays uh, shortstop currently. He is 6'3", so uh, he may grow off of the position uh, as we hear so often from shortstop prospects. So uh, he's going to be there as well as... 2020 first rounder Tyler Soderstrom, uh, they will all be reporting to the A's second site. Um, There's, we don't know where it is quite yet because the site has yet to be determined because Stockton is facing COVID concern. So uh, Stockton seems to be off the table right now. Maybe they get, uh, it would be hilarious if they got the okay to go train in San Jose because of all of the you know, shenanigans that have been happening with the Giants over San Jose rights for so long. But uh, there's going to be no games, so maybe they'll allow it. I doubt it. Uh, stupid Giants. Anyways, so their second site is uh, yet to be determined. We'll definitely know a little bit more as the uh, the time comes, which is uh, just a couple of days away. So the time is coming. And uh, so we should know by the end of the week where uh, these, these players will be reporting to. Um, so basically, if you see Tyler Soderstrom is going to be at, you know, the second site for the A's uh, and you're getting excited, don't. Because there is no chance that we're going to see uh, either Soderstrom or Poisson. Uh, Poisson? Poisson. Poisson. He's 17. I, I haven't been able to find out how to. Uh, he also hasn't played a game yet. So there's no pronunciation guide on uh, on MILB.com yet. So uh, I'm going with what I'm reading. Uh, if you know how to say it, please let me know, because uh, I hate mispronouncing uh, players' names, because that's just rude. So uh, I believe it's uh, uh, Puason, P-U-A-S-O-N, Uh Yeah, he's uh, he, he might be good. We got to see him play in the Professionals uh, so far. For the Professionals, that's what I'm going to call it now. Um, so basically, there's no chance that we're going to see either of these guys if the A season is going well, um, Because that would not be good to, you know, use one of the 26 guys, uh, 26 spots, sorry, uh, to have one of these guys have playing time. Uh, You want to use those uh, roster spots a a little more delicately, I would say. Um, Yeah. And I mean, even if there's basically the only chance that they get playing time, which I don't believe is any, but uh, there's a far off chance that they could make it. If the A's were like completely out of it uh, with a couple of weeks left in the season and uh, for some reason the, the front office wanted to like really challenge them with major league hitting or, you know, uh, pitching and whatnot. Um, that doesn't seem like a plausible idea because neither of the players have faced uh, professional competition yet, which means they have not played in the minors at all. Um, and I don't think there's going to be minor league games going on. Um, I think that they're just going to be chilling at the second site and being like, okay, we'll, we'll face each other. So that maybe they could face like Daniel Mengden if he's on the mend or something like that. But that would be like the highest level of competition is maybe A's fifth starter in a pinch. Um, <clears throat> so they're not going to be facing like Kershaw or anything. Um, so yeah, basically they haven't faced any pro competition yet. And uh, their additions would be uh, to the second facility are solely so that they can get some game action this season and not lose out on a whole year of development uh, in just facing actual competition. Um, Are they going to be facing major league competition? No, but they, you know, they, they might see some Dalton Jeffries, some James Caprillion, some Grant Holmes. They're not slouches by any means. So, uh, you know, it's a good way to, you know, challenge them a little bit and, you know, still get them on the development track. So uh, you got to trust what the A's development staff is doing because they're one of the best in the game for sure. So I'm just going to close this out with some other tidbits that I saw online from uh, Levi Weaver. I retweeted them from the Lockdown A's account. So you may have already seen this stuff. But uh, Levi Weaver was saying that he was talking to John Daniels, the uh, Texas Rangers GM, and uh, he brought up some interesting stuff that he so he reported on it uh basically if a player is not on the 40-man roster they cannot be removed from the 60-man roster unless they are straight up released so uh basically uh players that are not on the 40-man roster can just they, they can't be removed from the 60-man unless they're released um if a player is on the 40-man roster then they can be removed from the 60-man roster but they will be subjected to waivers first so if you like release uh just going to go for the top of the list here, Matt Chapman. Um, so if you, uh, wanted to take Matt Chapman off of the, the 60 man roster, he would be subjected to waivers and, uh, he'd definitely be claimed regardless of the COVID situation. So, uh, it'd be probably for players in like the 35 to 40 range, not the, uh, the one to five range, but, uh, yeah, that's just something to keep an eye on. Um, There's probably going to be some front office that doesn't read the fine print on this stuff and is like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to take this guy off. And then all of a sudden, Mike Trout's available. That would be lovely. Um, Anyways, moving on. Uh, If a player tests tests positive for COVID, uh, they can be placed on the COVID IL and not count against the 60-man roster. Kind of like the... uh, basically the COVID il is like the 60 day dl where they're not counted against the roster so that's a plus Uh, they can be added to the roster after they recover but if a team replaces the player that uh, contracted covid on you know with a player on the roster then the player that they replaced the covid player with uh, would be subjected to the same rules as before uh, either waivers or straight up released Um, so you got to be played a little bit careful with those uh, options as well. So basically you're operating with, if you're taking Soda Strum and Pausen out uh, with 58 guys that you might work into a rotation um, at some point, Uh, I don't know that they'll need that many. So that hopefully won't come into play. But if it does come into play, and uh, the only way that it would change is that if uh, three or more players are placed on the COVID IL for a quote-unquote team outbreak, uh, three three or more is considered an outbreak on a team. Um, then that way, <clears throat> then you know they're not subjected to that stuff because there was an outbreak and they had to you know move around on the roster and stuff like that. Um, also, free agents that are signed are immediately added to the 60-player pool, which would subject the guys that are already on there uh, to either waivers or being straight up released. Um, so I mean, maybe. Like a Daniel Mangdon could come into play there. I, I don't know uh, what their plans are for him long-term. So uh, that could be a, an opportunity for him if he were to be released. Um, then again, he is recovering from injury, so he might not even count against the uh, the roster anyway. I'm not sure how I feel about this whole COVID IL anyways. Uh, the, the odd thing about the COVID IL is that a player doesn't necessarily need to test positive for the virus to be eligible for that injured list. Uh, they only need to show symptoms And basically, symptoms can be anything from a fever to a sore throat or a headache or, you know, diarrhea or something like that if you want to go a little more crass. Um, So it seems like it could be an abuse list if teams just don't want to subject their players to waivers. Um, And I, I promise, this is my solemn promise, is that I will not be using the players that test positive for COVID in a how does this affect the team talking point you know you know like how does this improve the A's chances if you know somebody tests positive on another team Uh, that's not something because this is you know legitimately we don't know what the long-term effects of COVID are so I'm not going to make it a talking point to be like hey he may uh, have respiratory problems for the rest of his life how does this affect the A's Uh, that's not what we're about here but I will say with how front offices like to skirt around the rules or, you know, find little loopholes in other places that uh, it would not surprise me if either uh, Jorge Mateo or Machin or Barreto, they end up on the list because of a roster crunch. Uh, I honestly hope that this list is not abused for organizational gain, but I I do recognize that it is something that at least one team is going to probably try and take advantage of. Um, The Dodgers are the one that come to mind because they're always, you know, moving players in and out with the, the actual injury list, like the 10-day injury list. Um, so I could see them maybe doing it. I don't know if there, there's a moral gray area right here. And I, I really hope that everybody just, you know, playing the moral game here. And, uh, you know, hey, we're going to use this if somebody actually tests positive for COVID. And uh, that that's all we're going to use it for. We're not going to try and, you know, game the system at all. Um, But I mean, we'll see. So anyways, this is the happy we're coming back to baseball podcast ending on a uh, COVID related note. So you're welcome, everybody. Um, Anyways, so yeah, uh, that's all of that. I figured that we should talk about this today as opposed to the uh, scary Matt Chapman scenario that I brought up last week. Uh, I will get that to you guys uh, here in a couple of days wanted to get it out to you guys last week, but uh, stuff came up at home and I wasn't able to get to the podcast, so that will be coming to you guys very shortly. Uh, I promise that uh, you will be able to cry about Matt Chapman potentially getting traded at some point in the next two years uh, sometime this week, so look forward to that. Um, If you don't know what I'm talking about, it was Monday's episode last week. Uh, It was episode 74, I believe, Um, so just go two back. It's that one. Um, it was the Doom Scenario, I think, was the title in there somewhere. So, uh, yeah, it's that one. Uh, you can know what I'm talking about from there. Um, so, yeah, that's going to be it for today. Uh, hopefully, you guys are having a great day. Enjoy this heat wave again. Uh, I was really enjoying the wind and the coolness. Uh, yeah. Come, moving from San Francisco and having 87-degree weather on a consistent basis is uh, it's melting my brain. It, it's a lot of fun. Anyways... Enough about where I used to live and how much the weather was different. Uh, That is not what this is about. We're a baseball podcast. So I'm going to get out of here real quick. But uh, please make sure to follow us on social media at LockedOnA's on on Twitter and Instagram. I am at ByJasonB on Twitter. And please send me your wacky season questions at LockedOnAthletics at gmail.com. And I will make sure that I answer any and all of those questions. Um, Yeah. So anyways, uh, stay indoors and celebrate good times, Oakland. Wear a mask. And I will talk with you guys soon.